Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. We got a real special show tonight. It is rare that you get to meet your childhood crush, celebrity crush in real life. But that happened to Jared today. Um, we, <laughs> we've had this conversation for a few years now uh, about a girl he was in love with growing up on TGIF, uh, a little show called Step by Step with Suzanne Summers and Patrick Duffy. And uh, they had a daughter on the show named Al. It was like a tomboy, kind of cute. All the boys were in love with her. She grew up and got, and, and got hot. And Jared's been talking about her for years. And uh, I said, hey, man, that girl you keep talking about, like I'm, I'm friends with her. We can just get her on the show if, if we ever get back to Los Angeles. And he was like, shut the fuck up. And I was like, no, we can totally get her on the show. I was like, how, how are you going to handle this? Um, <laughs> to his chagrin, we did get her on the show. And uh, Miss Christine Lakin from Step by Step and a million other movies uh, and TV shows is, uh, is going to be on with us in a second. But first, we have some sponsors who pay for this whole shit wagon and be on the air. First up, we've got BlackRifleCoffee.com. As you know, they are our chief sponsor, which Evan loves to hear. And uh, they've got some of the finest coffee in the land. Forget, forget that these guys are... are are my best friends. They make the finest coffee there is. And, uh, I really enjoy it. I've been a, a member of their coffee of the month club for fuck man, like a year and a half at this point. Shit's about $4 cheaper than Costco. And it just gets shipped right to your house on the same dates. Every single month, grab life by the beans, go to blackriflecoffee.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros for 20% off. That's a one-time use only. Uh, or you can type in the promo code uh, Revolution, as in Ross Patterson Revolution, our sister show that a little a little gent like me runs. Um, and that's also a one-time use for 20% off. Uh, don't tell Evan and the boys, though. I told you that. Uh, <laughs> next up, we've got uh, StrikeForceEnergy.com. Yeah! Uh, these are these are day one homies, man. We've been with Strike Force uh, from the get go. Huge fan of these guys. They got four amazing flavors: original lemon, uh, fucking orange, and make America grape again. They have also got a seven fifty milliliter bottle that rests on your bar top or countertop, and you can just boom boom pop a couple squirts in and motherfucking go. Um, it lasts longer than five hour energy, and you can kick the can. You don't need that bullshit anymore. You can get rid of Red Bull. Monster kickstart all of it. Go to go to strikeforceenergy.com. Get yourself a tasty tiny little tin pouch full of energy that just rips open and squeezes into all of your drinks. Um right right now. I'm fuck, I'm drinking it right now. It goes great with vodka, by the way. Go to strikeforceenergy.com, type in the promo code drinking bros for 20% off. Big fan of the guys at Strike Force Energy. Uh, again, strikeforceenergy.com, promo code drinking bros, 20% off. Next up, we've got ghostbed.com. Sleep so good, it's scary. Dude, the guys at Ghostbed are are changing the game. Uh, they've got the new Craftmatic, which just ships to your house. That that motherfucker, you don't even have to to 
build yourself, which is amazing. Same with the mattress. The mattress just ships right to your house and boom, you pop it open. It's ready to go. Same with the the, the bed frame and it's adjustable. It's got a remote control. It's got uh, LED lights on it. It's even got like cables and plugins for like iPhones and shit like that. Um, it's it's kind of crazy what they're doing over there. They've also got this new cooling mattress, which is like 15 degrees cooler than the rest of your house. Uh, if you're like me, I'm a cold sleeper. Like I enjoy that shit. While my wife cranks up the fucking thermostat, like we live next to the gates of hell. Uh, Ghostbed will keep you nice and cool for the evening. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Typically, they run a, a deal that's like $50 off and two free pillows. But uh, now what they're doing is uh, they're fucking doing, they're, they're giving the best deals possible. Like you can get like 400 bucks off of Craftmatic. So go to, go to fucking... Uh, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros and find out the deals. I want to say, I think they're giving away like $400 off shit. They've also got a pay as you go plan. So you don't have to buy that shit all at once, uh, which is nice. Uh, Cause that's look, mattresses are expensive. Uh, they, they're, they're pretty fairly priced here at Ghostbed, which is nice, but uh big fan of those guys. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Next up, we've got grill your ass off. Man, it is about 76 degrees here in Wilmington, North Carolina, and it is gorgeous. It is grilling season. Now that ass-eating season's over, it's time to hit that grill again. Um, grill your ass off has got uh, it's got like some of the finest seasonings you've ever had for your meats. Uh, steak seasoning, chicken, sausage, all, all that shit. They've got it. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Also, follow their Instagram. Uh, at Grill Your Ass Off. It, it, well, I like to call it meat porn. Um, one of my favorite Instagrams. And they also have videos on YouTube, how-to videos for cooking certain products and, and using their seasons properly. And they've always got new seasonings coming out, which is awesome about these guys. And they're they're 100% veteran-owned. So if you're going to buy meat seasoning, instead of getting it from like Lowry's or whatever that bullshit is it at the store, uh, just get it from grillyourassoff.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros for fifteen percent off. Again, Drinking Bros fifteen percent off at GrillYourAssOff.com. It's grilling season. Ass eating season's over. Uh, next up, yeah, this next one we're we're talking. Oh, they're back. We're talking about GrenadeSoap.com. You remember Grenade Soap? They've got the soap that is shaped like a fucking grenade. Um, I love it. I, fuck, I, I've still used it. I bought boxes of it. I think a box of it was only like, I don't know, seven bucks or eight bucks or something with the promo code drinking bros. You get 20% off at grenade Grenade soap also has that taint scrubber. Yeah, it's back. The old taint scrubber is back. Um, you can find a bunch of cool like man items to wash your body off with at grenadesoap.com. And in case you're new to the show or just listening now, Grenade Soap was an old school sponsor of ours who is now back. It's made with real gunpowder. Um, and it's a black bar of soap. And, the, and they've got a taint scrubber that goes with it. So it fits over your hand. You can scrub your taint with it. Um, it's a real nice goddamn thing, but but check out all, all of their bath products for dudes. Go to grenadesoap.com, type in the promo code drinking bros, and you know, you get 20% off with that. Uh, last but not least, we got the Caillou app. This is another veteran owned company with Facebook going down in flames here. Everybody's kind of, 
wondering what the next social media app is going to be, uh, check out the Caillou app. It's K-A-Y-U. It's, uh, it's available on phones, uh, iPhones, Androids, all your shit, burner phones, whatever. And it, it's, it's kind of combines like Tinder, traveling, vacations, all that shit. Um, so let's say you're going on a vacation, want to split the cost with somebody, a cruise maybe. Um, or let's say you're, you're looking to, to, to stay at somebody's house, kind of like a home away type sitch. Where uh, it's kind of like Airbnb too, where you can you can choose people, maybe split the cost of a vacation, maybe hang with them, maybe even bang them. Uh, I got I no lie, I got a thing uh, online that just said, "Hey man, tried out the Caillou app," and uh, I've been fucking this girl up in Fort Bragg for like two weeks. Good for you. Uh, that's what that's what the shit is there for. Um, go to go to the Caillou app in uh, in all your app stores, and this, this is free. There's just there's no strings attached. You can just download it and check it out. Tell me what you think about it. Uh, it's a free app. And uh, let's get into the show, shall we? Step by step, day by day. day, by day. Start over, different hands of play. Deeper we fall, the stronger we stay. Make it better. Time Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special, special guest on Drinking Bros today. Miss Christine Lakin. Hello. Hi. Ooh. Hi. Oh, that's Ooh. nice. Happy Monday. Yeah. Am I not supposed to say it's Monday? Yeah, you can. Oh, all right. We, we, we've recorded a ton yeah. in a row. It's a big day, Leg Dog. It is. Um, for for more reasons than you know. Okay. I mean, yeah, because I've seen all 160 episodes of Step by Step. Yes. Ooh, 157, but I'll, I like that you rounded up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you were his childhood crush. <laughs> that, Excellent. Because I, I want to start off by saying... That and uh, oh. and knocking that out of the all right, way. All right. You Is know, it... you acted very nonchalant when I walked in the front door. So <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna give you some props for just kind of putting those Thank feelings you. on the back did, burner. Did you did you want me to kind of you know do the no? Job? But you like, didn't seem nervous at all. You're like, <laughs> hey, yeah, kind of like on your phone. It was a lot of like, hey, what's up? He tried to cool like, guy you. He tried yeah, to cool no, guy you. Did. Did no, nod. I'll give it. I'll give it credit. I'm I'm fighting with the computer right now. Oh, okay. So it's it's so it, that's taking over. Yeah, your because taking your, your just randomly, existence. it's not letting us airdrop our video files that we need. So I'm, I'm like last sitting day, here yeah, going, what problems. the fuck is going on right now? This worked last night. So yeah, that's a good distraction. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna embarrass you. More. Right. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna lay it all out there. There was a picture of you, like a before and after picture of you mm. on TMZ. Okay. When we were shooting Range 15, and it was just like, oh, the girl from Step by Step is all grown up. And you came over and you were looking at the phone, and you go, Jesus Christ, she's fucking hot. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. She, he's like, why are you looking? And I was like, oh, it's one, it's one of my good friends and whatever. And he goes, you know her? Oh, God. Oh, God. Get on the show. And I said, next time we're in LA. I'll call it. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. You had the lead on Michelle Trachtenberg. Oh. Oh. Thank you. You, you were. Well, I think more mature, lot. more cool. Like <laughs> you definitely. Like I, I imagine. Like Michelle would just want to like read a book or something together. Or you definitely. You know. Trachtenberg would definitely not want to read a book. I Are you sure? Tell you that. Yes. Really. Yeah. She was. She was crazy. Really. Yeah. I've met her a few times. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It sounds like he's got some intimate history of Michelle Trachtenberg. You know, I don't actually. Oh, okay. But, but a friend of mine did. <laughs> oh, wow. Just like, yeah. Uh, kind of. But that's Kinky? Nice. Kind of crazy. Okay. She's kind of crazy. Kind of cool. kooky. Kind of yeah, kooky. Cool. I like that. See, you never know. I, it's like, it's the ones that you think are going to read a book or like yeah. take you to yeah. a church group. Yeah. No. 
very, very crazy, kinky. Yeah. For yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. And like, dude, you were here back before, like all the Me Too, like the like you were there for the fun days. Oh yeah. So like, right? Yeah. Andrew well, yeah. Keegan and those did you guys, guys, did you guys yeah. like? Because that show was on fire, like in the heyday of Nickelodeon. Sure. Like, so did you guys all hang out? Like, well, yeah. Keenan and Kel and. And all the people from Hey Dude and everybody who was a There's, child actor, yeah. you guys were all bros, right? Yeah, we just there was one pot, and they were like, "Go hang out here, and that's where you go." No, I mean to a degree, yes, depends. There were levels at which you. Well, you guys are all meeting at like the Kids Choice Awards we were, and all. We that. were meeting at, yeah. at like charity events and you know Kids Choice Awards and things like that. But I will say the people that I mostly saw and hung out with as a kid were like not to be. This sounds so segregated. We were all in the same network. Oh, but sure. that's because we went to network parties. We didn't Upfronts. film at the same lot, all of us, but right. we would be at upfronts. We'd be at network parties. We would just end up like, see, so it was like Boy Meets World, knew yeah. all of them, hung out with a bunch of them. Um, definitely like Full House. Um, there were the kids from Home Improvement. All of this oh, wow. was ABC, yeah, yeah. right? JTT. Um, yeah. Taylor Thomas. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, I, I mean, saw everyone the, had a crush on the him. The older yeah. guy, Brad, tried to crowdfund a film project like a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah? It didn't work. No. It didn't work yeah, out. No. Um, yeah. Family no. Matters. They were two stages yeah. over. Saw them a lot. But then there were the Nickelodeon peeps. They all worked at a totally different lot across town. So if you were going to see them, it was going to be more at like a Ronald McDonald Christmas charity event. Right. You know, and sometimes you'd be like, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, because as a kid, I wasn't watching a shitload of no, TV. Clarissa was... explains it all. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I knew Melissa for <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah, she's good friends with. And uh, Melissa, yeah, I've known yeah. her for a long time. Does she still um, run an ice cream store? No, I don't think she has that. But she is directing an awful lot now. Is she really? She wow. redid. I don't know if you guys know this. Um, the Watcher in the Woods. Yeah, I loved that movie as a kid. She directed it. She re- directed the remake. Shit. Di- yeah, I think it was Lifetime. That's crazy. I know, and she just directed a, an episode of The Goldbergs. Yeah, she's like. She's like a mage director now. That's crazy. Wow. Awesome. Everybody, it seems like a lot of you guys stuck around and like continued to kit. Like you're the definition of a working actor who works every single day. Like well, following your Instagram is, is exhausting. Yeah. She's like I, kind of, I like feel tired. 40 video games. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. And I had this conversation with my husband two nights ago. I was like, I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah. I've been working my ass off since I was like eight, and I don't know how much longer I can do this. It's crazy. You gotta take you over. You do, you do choreography as well. I do a shitload of stuff. I do choreography for the Goldbergs from other network shows. I've done Westworld, True Blood, uh, goes on. Um, I host a podcast. I um, pr- executive produce and star in my own show, Hollywood Darlings for Pop. And that um, you guys have season two coming out too, right? Season two coming out April 18th on Pop. Eight yeah. episodes. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm also trying to direct, so I've directed like four projects, trying to get my foot in that, you know, cable or network door, which is increasingly difficult. As much as people will say they want women directors, they won't take a chance on anyone who hasn't done something before. Yes. So you're in this catch 22 where they say that they want to hire you, but they're actually only going to hire the five women who they've hired before. Yeah. So it's just <laughs> yeah. a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Cause they um, all want a reel, but the problem is you can't get a reel without actually directing an episode right. and X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Uh, Clint Crawford, who was on is directing this week's episode of lethal weapon to get into the guild. Right. And do that's great. Yeah. And, that's and great. all of that. I know, but for, for female directors, the, really like the way and like the way so many women have done it is that they've been on a show as an actor and that ends up being whatever their season three or season four renegotiation is. I know with Melissa, you know, when she had um, her show on ABC Family with um, 
um, sorry, my brain is a little addled this morning. Uh, Joey, help me out here. Oh, Lawrence. yeah. Yeah, Joey. Um, yeah. Melissa and Joey. Uh, she directed like several of their episodes and it was her show at, yeah. rightly as she should and she was very good at it so she came off that show with an arsenal of other episodes that then she's now being able to parlay her career into other avenues so like that's the thing you have to do which is kind of like crazy is you have to almost create your own show get it on the air and then after season two be like i'm gonna direct this thing right uh, it, which which is fucking impossible which is Next really impossible. fucking impossible are they letting you direct hollywood darlings at all we're going to see, aren't they? Aren't we? I've <laughs> got a renegotiation your, <laughs> coming up, people. Yeah. Is your new season done? Is that wrapped? Yeah. Our okay. new season is done. Um, we, we've, been, we've been in this weird sort of world with that show because our show is not scripted. Right. Um, it's this hybrid comedy. So it looks like a single cam. And for all intents and purposes, it feels like a single cam comedy. Um, but it's this partially scripted, unscripted thing where it works very much like Curb. So we yeah, have. Yeah, you need a loose script or like ten pages. Yes, you have. Then, we have outlines, yeah, right? Right, and then we have suggestions from you know the the peanut gallery in yeah. the corner <laughs> yeah. of like try this, try that, try this, which is great because after ten hours you're kind of like, what am I saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a lot of fun, and the people we've had on, I think it's a learning curve for them because they come in and they're like, what am I doing? Like as an actor who's only done you know, who's never improv before, which I've done a ton of that, but for people who come on as a guest star and they're thrown into the show and they're like, I don't understand, like, what am I saying here? I'm like, don't worry about it, we'll figure it out. Like, yeah, and fine. every actor always will lie to you and say, oh my God, ton of improv I improv all the time and then they get there and shut down <laughs> they don't know what to do like, it's like deer in the headlights sweet what happened to your ton of improv yeah. you got nothing here but then you'd be surprised there are people who I'm like oh this is great we've got this person on cool I, I don't know if they have any improv experience but we'll throw you know we'll throw them in we'll see how they do and they totally surprise you and they go for it like a million percent and you're so excited Tatiana Ali one of them really so funny so wow. good and I mean, I've known her since we were kids and she's a very smart person and a, and a great actress, um, but just not somebody who I thought would, I didn't know that she would gravitate towards it as, as much as she did. And I'm so excited for her episode. So what, what's your dream out of all of this? If you could be the next big female director, would that be? I don't even think it's about being like the next big anything. I just want to like continue having a career that I, I don't know. Is it always going to be this much of a hustle? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, probably. If I could, honestly, if I could be able, the dream would be writing and directing a show that I executive produce, and then maybe I want to star in every now and then. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the dream for me. We, we had yeah. Michael Brandt on yesterday, and it sounds like even with him, he's still doing it. Like, yeah. You know. he, uh, we had the creator of Chicago Fire, Chicago oh, yeah. Med. Yeah. Uh, he wrote Too Fast, Too Furious, 310 to Yuma, yeah. all that stuff. And like, and he didn't want to produce. He didn't, he just wanted to he write wanted to be and the get out. But then, and then he ended wrote, up doing five years of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I was like, what's next? And he was just, it was that same thing of like, I don't know. I, I hope, know. you know, yeah. something cool is there, but I don't know if that will ever end. Yeah, I don't know if it will either. And the sad reality is that, you know, as an actress in this industry, it's like, I feel like you're like a gymnast. There's like, you peak at a certain time and they're like, oh yeah, remember oh, her. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're now becoming she's a coach. old now. Yeah. Like regulate her to the, like the, you know, the moms on Nickelodeon, the crazy aunts on that show. Yeah. You know, you unfortunately get to a point where you're playing moms and crazy aunts. Yeah. So I, 
I've just always seen my career as like I've 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 not wanted to be stuck in that box waiting for the phone to ring. That is like the worst because I think when you get when you put your whole life into something and then you get to a certain age and you're like, now what? Yeah, like, I'm not working as the the ingenue that I once was, which is obvious and totally normal. But then to sit around and say, I'm supposed to like find a new career at 40 and go be someone's assistant. Right. Like, fuck that. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> fuck that. I've got too much experience and I'm too smart for that shit. So, yeah. You know, it's hard. It's hard. And, is there any part of you because you're from Atlanta originally? Yeah. Is there any part of you that's like, man, I could go get a house, a mega house back in Atlanta? For sure. And it's not off the table. Yeah. I mean, you know, oh, it's, yeah. it's, that's always in the back of my mind. But then what would I do 40 times there? the that's house. The other, like, what would I do? <laughs> well, so here's what I heard. Because some friends of mine who've done it, who've moved back to Atlanta, were yeah. just like, they're big fish in a small pond casting-wise. So uh-huh. they get everything. So they're constantly working or, you know, doing guest spots and shit. I'm just like, that's, I mean. Yeah. You would probably go back and crush everyone. So uh, there would be that aspect of it. Because, I mean, every two streets on Atlanta, it seems like something's filming. I know. There's so much going on. I mean, we have to see what's happening with the new, like, there's a whole, there's a whole backlash happening right now, which I don't know. In Atlanta? Uh Uh-huh. Over the tax break? Um, It's not just the tax break. It's actually, uh, it's a little more complicated and has to do with the NRA. And there's a bunch of of, uh, Hollywood types that are now deciding to boycott. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if anything really happens or doesn't. Um, <laughs> well, it'll come but, down to the NRA versus money because they're Georgia's tax break is insane and there's no limit on it. So like, but no, it will no, also come down to whether certain people will film there or not. And it just depends on on you know if 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 certain actors take a stand and say I'm not filming in that state because of this. Sure. Then I mean it's like what happened with the transgender bathrooms. They people went it's like so up in arms. They're like, forget it, we're not going to Georgia. Like. That's it. And then George was like, okay, okay, okay. Right, right, right. And they backed down on it. So I don't know. But I can't imagine, like, there's so many people like Tyler Perry and many others. I mean, um, I think Screen Gems, they they yep. created all of these huge studios. There's so much invested there. Like, what's going to, that's just going to become a ghost town? Yeah, there's one, in, there's one in Wilmington and they lost their tax break. And it's Screen Gems. So Screen Gems still has their studio there. But you drive by it and you it's see like, like 20 cars and you're like, shit. God. They're just waiting for the next show to cycle through. Right. Um, that that six show that was on uh, for Seal Team Six that was on AMC. They shot yeah. that there. Uh, a couple oh, other okay. shows, but uh, their tax break is is stuck at ten million. Okay. So they'll give you you know Something. enough of a break for like three or four shows, and they'll shoot there. But uh, yeah, if they packed up and left Atlanta. It would be like old MySpace where it's just right. Right. weird songs and equipment and shit no, left that's up. Perfect. You're like, hey, yeah, cool. We could get it on 10 cents for the dollar and buy a studio. I know. It'll move to another state. <laughs> yeah. Is what it is. It'll, it'll eventually I mean, move to yeah, another state. Now they're looking at Louisiana's like, why did we ever give ours up? Remember when Louisiana was oh, so hot? Oh, yeah. God. Shreveport. So, Everybody was going to Shreveport. Mm-hmm. Um, it was crazy. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we just renovated our house. Um, we move in next month, God willing. Uh, it's been a 14-month process. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, it's real quick. Oh, They're always it's real so quick. quick. Construction's amazing. Contractors, it's so fun. everything. Yeah. Super yeah. easy. It's yeah. really cheap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The plumbing guy, he's always on time. <laughs> the city is a delight to deal with. Oh, every uh, <laughs> single day. So, you know, we did that knowing that 
we want we started a family we might want to have another child um we don't know how long we'll be in la maybe for the foreseeable future maybe for another 10 years i don't know right but i have this little house in the hills and if we'd sold your it, house is dope thanks i love my little house you'd make a fucking mint off that it's it's rad it's got a yard it's got an awesome view of the city um and it's she's a great area she's infamous for throwing the best parties of all time, like theme parties. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So you have to dress up and I mean, we're talking jello shots, like Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, you name it. I think I've I've thrown like a They're always um, super elaborate. trailer park bash, which like everyone was just like total tra- trailer <laughs> yeah, yeah, bash. Yeah, 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 that yeah. was super fun. We did a uh like a prom theme and I had a full keg in the on the yard and people were doing keg stands with jealous shots. I was at your prom party. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember the prom party. Yeah. Um and uh, I think you were in like a Beetlejuice. I want to say you were in like a almost like a Beetlejuice tux. 70s, yeah. 70s. Yeah, a 70s Amazing. style Beetlejuice tux, which so was awesome. Good. Super proud of that. Yeah. And then those kind of started to morph into like the Christmas parties and the New Year's parties. I can't wait to have another party there. I yeah. love throwing parties there. They're so fun. It's just a, it's the perfect space. So yeah. if you, if you do end up ever selling that, yeah, you'll so we make added a, a second fucking story. mint off of that. We added three Did you really? bedrooms and Holy two shit. bathrooms. Wow. That's a yeah. massive Holy undertaking. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was the city. <laughs> the city going, yeah. whoa, you're doing How well. are the views now? Sick, right? Yeah. yeah you're like, yeah. Pretty good. You did it. You did it. So from the master, we have a view off both sides. Ah, that's great. And um, yeah, I mean, it's it's awesome. The whole house is like opened up. The front room is like open to above. I mean, it feels really big. That's and great. Really, you know, it flows really well. So with that in mind, we're like, all right, we're going to do this. We own the house. Might as well, you know, that way in, you know, whenever we decide we, we want to cut bait and, <laughs> yeah, and tail jump, out. hightail yeah. out, then we can. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing is, too, I don't know if you've heard about this app called Third Home. I think this is amazing. What is it? It's like it's third home. Okay. Apparently it's like Airbnb, but it's a little more of like like fancy. And so if you have a house that's, you know, a certain, I don't know, cachet yeah. and they let you in, <laughs> you can do trades with other people. So it's not even like, hey, I, you know, I'm renting my house. You can do that too. Yeah, but you yeah. could say to somebody like, hey, um, I want to go to like a beautiful home on the beach in Miami. Want to trade with me? And someone's like, sure, your house looks cool. I want to go to LA, take my kids to Disneyland and No shit. That's yeah. freaking rad. <laughs> Doesn't that sound awesome? Yeah, that's right. I gotta get on this thing. That's great. I, I'm just trying Dude, to I'm just trying would, to figure out a your, vacation, your man. Place in Wilmington would be Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. I get a couple places there. That's it's that, uh, just get that on the third home. Yeah, uh, get it on the third home. Yeah. <laughs> See if they want a soft swing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Soft swing. Yeah, a soft swing is like, hey, you can watch or you can participate, but there's no pressure from anyone. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. cool so that's cool. what a nice soft. Did you swing ever is. go to any? It's called like, soft swap, actually. Yeah, soft yeah, swap. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you ever go to any of those weird like sex parties here in LA in mansions that were like that? <sighs> I mean, I, I were. I, <laughs> Which I, one do I want to talk about? Yeah, I've, I've worked a couple of them. I, it's funny, a buddy of ours. Was here. <laughs> uh, no, no, but like you really did. D- oh yeah. What do you mean you worked them? So I, I got. I got my, I don't know, not starts, but uh, I couldn't find a fucking agent when I got here or a manager. So I sent out like 300 headshots and resumes uh, every week for like three or four weeks. It was like, you know, 900, 1200 headshots. Only one person called. Okay. And it was a commercial agent. And he said, hi, are you really 6'3"? I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh, too tall for cars. Hung up the phone. Like, <laughs> Wait, did you do like car commercials? Car commercials, yeah, oh, yeah. And okay. I was like. 
Okay. So I was like, I, I got to figure out where this, where every, all the agencies are. They were at Staples Center was just about to open. Yeah. They were hiring waiters for the luxury boxes. And uh, my okay. first night, I had Ice Cube, the rapper. And this black chick had ICM. She was like, I think it's like a bank or something. Hilarious. ICM is obviously you know, yeah. one of the top three agencies. We switched. I met all of them. And then they started hiring me out, like the agents and, and lawyers and all that stuff, hiring me out to work private parties. Okay, great. But you never knew who was going to come over and you just sign NDAs and all this other shit. And I mean, some of those parties got fucking crazy where it was just like. Is that, that people's homes? Private? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At homes, but it was with the biggest actors on the planet. Oh, like, my God. Yeah, I mean, I could drop some fucking dimes where you're just like. <laughs> hey, I, I'll put it to you this way. My wife knows this. There was one. There was one at Staples Center where these people are super famous, too, where. They were like, hey, they were smoking weed during a, uh, in a Eurythmics concert uh-huh. with Annie Lennox. And they were like, hey, we, we, we want to go fuck in the employee bathroom. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Uh, sh- sh- sure, you can, you, can, you can go have sex in there. It's only one thing or whatever. And they're like, we need your key, obviously. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I had my employee key. Walked them down to the employee bathroom. And they were like, wait here. Make sure nobody comes or whatever. So I just stand outside and listen to them fuck for 15 minutes. No way. At Staples Center. And like <laughs> the Eurythmics is going on, you know, in the background. And you're just like. Just give me two credits each. One, a credit for each of them. <laughs> oh, boy. They're so famous. It might give it away. Like, it, I, like, I wish there was an obscure movie where I, I could be like, oh, this, this little one. Um I mean, there's a lot of people in movies, you know, uh, like Ocean's Eleven. (laughs) Wedding Crashers. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Almost Famous. So I'll give you, that's a credit of each, but like, uh, and obviously after the show's (laughs) over, I'm going to fucking tell you. Um, But but, like that type of shit would happen. And then like, I mean, shit got even wilder um, because people had money and, you know, it was before the DVDs ended. So Vivid had a booth. Oh, wow. no. Yeah. So, so Vivid had a booth, and afterwards, you have to go and clean up. Like, everybody's got to be out of the booth at a certain time. Right. They can hang, I think it's like an hour after the game is over, hang in their booth, uh-huh. close out, or finish up whatever food or liquors in the booth or whatever. And uh, towards the end of the night, and it was like a, like a Kings game. No one ever went to Kings games, like right. LA Kings. You can just give those tickets away over <laughs> and over and over. And they're champions. Yeah. But totally. it's just, it's not a hockey town, really. Not really. So I, I get this, this, you know, rap on the arm from my manager. It was just like, hey, we need you to go, go down to the Vivid booth. Like, we can't get them out of there. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, no, no problem. And they were like, well, I mean, there's a problem going on, but like, we need you to get them to stop. And I was like, <laughs> all right, cool. I walked in. There was a dude fucking this girl on the coffee table um, inside Staples Center. Show's over. Like, people are cleaning up the aisles, all of the shit. And there's Coke all over the table. Oh no. Everywhere. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, hey guys. Um, everything you're doing looks like a blast and it's awesome. <laughs> I have to get you out of here. Like you can't be here. We're we're locking Fucking, up. We're, we're closing up. We're, you're gonna we're be locked up. inside. And the guy just looks at me and he's got coke all over his face. He's he's having sex with this girl from behind. He looks up at me and he goes, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I'm so sorry. Hey, do you want a bump on the way out? I was like <laughs> I'm totally good, um, <laughs> but I'll give you like five minutes to clean yourselves up and like, you know, get out of here or whatever. And it was just like, all right, cool. Five, 10 minutes goes by. I go back. 
they're still graphically fucking oh like on this God. table. Yeah. Um, and now she's got Coke on her. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, there's, there's no way. So like I had to stand inside their room while they, their suites, while they got dressed. And I was like, look, I'm not going to tell the cops. I'm not going to fucking call security on you guys. But I was like, for real, man, you got to get the fuck out of here. So like put your shit on. I can walk you down like a side entrance, you know whatever and and like they find oh oh you're right you're right i this was sorry we got caught up in the coke and all of it and I, was like, <laughs> I was like i caught yeah, up in I, the I coke get it. and I, like i'm i'm not to say that i'm not proud of all of it not to say that it doesn't look like a blast all i'm saying is it's past an hour like you have to get the fuck out of here and that went on for a while so like you saw different celebrities in their boxes doing shit or you get used to shit and you're just like oh fuck i mean and there was a like a service elevator, so we had to get them out of there if they were real, real fucked up. Right. Um, and just get them in a limo, because it was a limo underneath the, right. way underneath Staples Center, just to get them out of there so paparazzi and, and all that stuff wouldn't, wouldn't come get them. So oh I worked a shit ton of those, where it was just like, oh, man. That's, I mean, like, that's like high end. Like there were, yeah. I, not that I ever went, and the reason I asked you, not that I went to any of these, but I was definitely invited to one or two. Mm. There were these p- weird parties that would happen in these mansions in the Hollywood Hills, mm-hmm. but they were like sex parties. And you would have to be invited by someone who was like a member of these groups. And they would essentially, from what I heard, they would, you would go into different rooms and people were just having sex and you could decide if you wanted to participate or just watch or whatever. And there were bars and that was like the Silicon Valley that's that's going on right now. They're having these crazy orgies and nerds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but they're 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 taking psychedelics. Okay. So like they claim they're finding like, you know, a God? new uh, close. Yeah. Like, like a new thought process to where it's like we want to free our minds, let go of all the other shit and uh um that's what they're doing laid. yeah i mean they're even, basically doing everything reverse they're creating companies becoming yes, billionaires yep. and they're like i gotta go back to ninth grade hey, fuck yeah yeah <laughs> so like i gotta Eli- get laid and do some lsd get my fuck on elon musk got caught at one of them and Shut he, up. yeah yeah so he had to he came out and, and released a statement and was like look i didn't know it was gonna go turn into a sex party he was like i bounced like at midnight you know yeah. before all the sex started it was just like Come, come on. on. Come on. You put a car in this space. Of course you were fucking. Of course. I think he's an alien. I think he might be an alien among us. He's crazy, isn't he? Yeah. That shit's I mean, nuts. But I love it all. I think it's all super interesting. It's great. I don't want to go below the surface of the earth and have a car take me seven minutes to the airport, like on a track, because that makes me nervous. That I, When I watched that footage, I could not believe. That makes me really nervous. Yeah. I haven't heard about this. It goes, what, 600 miles an hour? Something like that. Um, so there's these tracks that basically you your car would get lowered. Yep. Your car, right? Yeah, yeah. Your car would get lowered into the earth. It would get on a track, and then the track is like, and it basically goes 600 miles oh, an hour. But there's air around you on all sides. And so right now they're testing it with this train from Westwood to LAX to the airport. Right. Um, what it is is it, it looks like a, a two-train car. And you get it. It's underneath the earth. They shoot it through this hole, but it's all based on air. So when you get there, I mean, it was, I think they said Westwood to LAX was six minutes. Yeah, six minutes. Which is like, fuck. It's life changing. I mean, yeah, it could but it's be. going so fast. Like you're going 600 miles an hour. If, if 
anything went wrong, goes wrong, you're fucked. fucking dead. But then you know what? I thought the same thing. Like that train, the Amtrak. tunnel that goes underneath. Well, yeah, yeah. The tra- the, that goes underneath from London to Paris. That goes underneath the water. I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What if you get stuck in there? I've I've it's taken it so many times. <laughs> right, right. You don't even Everyone, think about it. Just no, like, yeah. Amtrak crashes once a year. Like yeah, Amtrak, shit happens. Yeah, I don't know. Amtrak's like. Something's up with Amtrak. It's weird. People and I, are falling I, asleep. I don't, I don't know what's trust people who, who people ride it on a, like a, on a real basis everywhere. I don't trust them. <laughs> There's like flip phones. I don't get it. Phones. Yeah, yeah. Because a big, huge producer friend of mine was just like, yeah, I got this you know, job in Atlanta, um, music video. And he's yeah. like, I think, I think my, my lady and I are going to take the train. And I was like. To Atlanta? Yeah, from LA. And I was like, what? First of all, more expensive than a plane ticket. Yes, but he said he wanted to see the country. He was just like, look, okay. I don't know if I'll. All the we're about to have a child, and I, like we're gonna go see the country and all that shit. And uh, uh, he said afterwards it was the worst experience of his life. Really? And, uh, yeah, it's not yeah. the Orient Express, people. No, this is not. You know, we're not traveling like in the heydays of the 1920s. Nobody is walking around in a fur, handing you a glass of champagne. Yeah. Like, that sounds fun. And he yes. said it broke down maybe five or six times or oh, got delayed. Dear. And nope. he said the Wi-Fi on it. He was like, good luck. He goes, you know, the phone barely worked. Uh, and then it's hot. It's hot and sweaty in the train, oh, like, depending upon where you're going. And I was like, oh, my God. The only time goes, I'm interested and it took in... fucking forever. It took him like five days. Yeah, no, forget it. The only time I'm interested in taking a train is in Europe. That's the only time it just feels right to me. Right. You're like, yeah, just get on a train. That, that well, feels, no, just get on a train. train. Have a beer. Shut up. Let's get on a train. Because everywhere in Europe takes like five hours to get to. Yeah. And then you're there. Yeah, you're yeah, in yeah. another country. So whatever. Um, I want to backpedal to uh, step by step. By the yeah. way, okay. Because uh, the big guy here has been waiting for you to come on for a lot of shows. <laughs> will you tell him? That oh, let people... me take a sip of my hydrogen. Wait, water. why am I yeah, the exactly? Big guy? Uh, will you, you refer to, to me like I'm the Hulk? Yeah, well, <laughs> the big guy yeah, over here. The, the, the big guy. The big guy who ate three breakfasts this morning. <laughs> um, uh, um, will you tell him that there's like Al junkies like? Who wanted you to wear the hat and shit? Um, take <laughs> I pictures. I don't know that there really were, but I made that up um, for just for the sake of Love and Lincoln, really. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought I that was a that real up. story that no. happened to you. It was like, <laughs> hey, can you put the hat on backwards? This no. would be awesome. Oh, man. No, but it would be hilarious and amazing if so. <laughs> God, um, I thought that was real. I thought that was based on like a real thing. Oh, God, I'm such a good actor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but I always thought that would just be funny if someone was just like, you know, like in my own sick mind, like somebody was just like, hey, I know, just... you're really, you're gorgeous, but if you could just wear the backwards hat, that's what I'm really into. <laughs> like, that was the fetish. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I get it. Like, I see it. That's why I didn't even blink. So when you brought up that storyline, I was like, yep, that's happened probably. Well, you know, it's so weird. It, there's people it, today, even like when, uh, even when we're promoting um, Hollywood darlings, you know, pe- people say shit on social media and they, I don't, it's just funny because they think that you can't see it. Right. Maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but they do things like, oh yeah, I know Jody. Yeah. Fuller House. Oh yeah. Beverly. Who the fuck is the one in the middle? And I'm like, <laughs> You gotta be kidding! But if I put a backwards hat on, it's like, oh yeah, no yeah, it's yeah. Like, I know that's that is. the trademark. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't. I guess. Yeah, I, but I don't think. I still don't think you'll never be in as bad a shape as Topanga. Nobody will ever call her by her real name. Well, yeah, yeah. ever. No, but like, she's, <laughs> she looks the same. She looks I mean, the same. Have you seen her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very but, striking. You know. Yeah. Um, Not in a million years will anybody ever even remember her real name. 
Danielle. I, yeah, I don't know it. See, I don't know it. It is Danielle. I don't know yeah, it. Yeah, it's always <laughs> Always Topanga for me. That's so funny. That's it. So, I mean, you're lucky in that sense. I guess, yeah. I mean, no well, one's I, really calling me The reason out. why I asked is like, I see Jody Sweeten. It seems like every week some stalker's getting arrested mm, for her. Yeah. She had one like two days ago on TMZ. I know. It's it, She's got some bad luck, man. They get arrested? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crossing. 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 Come on in. Um, <laughs> no, but I could. Uh, uh, I, I saw literally two days ago, Jody Sweeten. There was a dude on the fucking roof, got arrested for Jody Sweeten. And uh, I was like, Have you ever Shit. had a good stalker? You know, um, not, you haven't I, made it if you unless you have a good stalker. I know. I, I had a couple when I was younger. That were kind of like creepy because especially when you're writing a child, handwritten letters, yes. like and when you're a child and the person that is writing you over and over and over again and threatening to show up at the, the gate of Warner Brothers and then does show up at the gate of Warner Brothers. And this is an, an adult person. This is an, an adult man. Sure. That's there's something, you know, there's something not mentally stable with people like that. Um, so there were some, some of those, I do get letters from people that, you know, you can tell they are not really with us mentally or emotionally. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest that uh, nothing still getting there. letters. I do. I get a lot of letters. Like, like yeah. mailed letters. Yes. Mailed wow. letters. Mm-hmm. What the, that's crazy. Yeah, Where do those come even well, this people day and request, age? Yeah, people request autographs. Uh, and gotcha, my thing gotcha. with autographs is like, I'm happy to give you one and I'm happy to supply a picture, but you have to send me a, an SAS. Return. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, man, the postage can get fucking expensive. I know, it's crazy, right? And well, it's, it's a lot just of work. getting yeah. to the post office. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, yeah. the hard like, part. Like, I, I did it like twice and I was finally like, okay. I can't do this. I just spent like $45 in postage. Like, right, right, right. Mama needs another job. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't got the time. So anyway, I'm I'm happy to do it. And, you know, people send stuff to the office. And if they send it, then I'm happy to slip in. And a lot of people write letters, which is really nice because they could just send it, an envelope. That's all they want is the autograph. But they take the time to write a handwritten letter and tell me how much they loved me on this or that. If they followed my career and I was a big part of their childhood. It's really nice. It's yeah. like really thoughtful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But know? really expensive to send it all back. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, if they send me a thing, I'm happy to do it, you know. That's rad. With Hollywood Darlings, is it a blast having your own show that you control? Yes. Yes, it is. And I didn't have this feeling until, honestly, um, until I created Love and Lakin, which, Ross, you yeah, helped yeah. me with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was the first time I'd had that, oh, I created something, I'm making it, I'm editing it, I'm in it. Like, I want to do this all the time. If this is what this is what it can feel like, then yeah. yes, absolutely. I say yes. Because I would always hit you and be like, yo, you should just fucking make your own make shit. Make your own shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you were absolutely right. And so this was an opportunity, you know, for I think the three of us to do that. Um, but I have found it to be, it's, it's so fun. We're in charge of, you know, we're all three have so much input to the storylines, um, the kinds of stuff that we want to do, the guest stars that we bring on. You know, Beverly was very instrumental in the locations this year. She had several people who had, you know, uh, she had relationships with. Um, we we fully, the three of us, uh, pick our our team behind us. And we had a team of, of a lot of really awesome women, which was something that the three of us are also very proud of, that we were able to bring on women behind the scenes um, and elevate them to executive producers. So it's a, it's great. It's it's so fun. It's a lot of work. We film eight episodes in five weeks. So we Shit. are. Yeah, you're going, going, going. We are going. We do three uh, three days an episode. 
Okay. It's wow. Fast. That's real fast. It's really fast. And so you guys not, are, and you, it seems like you're genuinely best friends in real life. Yeah. We actually, we all really get along very well. It's that's great. We are very different people, very different personalities. And I think that's why it works. Um, you know, we went, we've known each other since we were kids. And then we went through a whole era of in our 20s where we were all doing off doing different things. Um, Jody was going through her kind of struggles. I was in college. Beverly was like married and still on a show and then having babies. Right. Um, but it's nice to come back together as adults. And like we have this weird shared history that we'll never get away from. I don't know how you grow up in Hollywood and grow up on a TV show and as normal as I feel like I am, despite all of that, yeah. um, there's a sense of like with people like Jody and Beverly, they will, they get what I get because we have this, this childhood that was so odd and so similar. Yeah, but you're like, I would say the only normal person who child wise to now is like who you've met. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> child actor to now though. Like Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Like, yeah, you were the only one who treats it like a business and yeah. like gets the gig. And it seemed like everybody else had like the drug years or something fucking terrible to happen to them. Yeah. You don't, you don't really have any of that. Well, two things. One, I, you know, I spent half my childhood in Atlanta. So whenever I wasn't working, my parents were like, you're going back to a normal school. You're having a normal life. Like, we're not staying out in Hollywood and trying to get the next M.O.W. Right, right. You know what I mean? I wasn't trying to, like, you know, do other stuff on the side. And a lot of other parents became those, like, Kris Jenner momagers. Yes. Who were just trying to push their kid into movies and push their kid into this and whatever. The other side of that is that, um, you know, I think I never... They also, like, humbled me. Probably almost to a to a negative degree where... Um, <laughs> I was never like me thinking I was better than anyone else was just not a thing that was ever going to happen. And so there are some people, some child actors, I have a theory about this, when it becomes such a part of your Mm self-worth that you are famous or making money or on a TV show that everybody loves you or sees you um, because you're given that every day as a child. You're so great. You're so wonderful. Can I have your autograph? I love you. You're doing such a great job. You get pumped up all day, every day. And then all of a sudden it fucking ends. It's done. Goodbye. The show yeah. is canceled. Fucking see you later. Yeah. Take your shit. Like, what? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. And yeah. it's very hard to, if your ego or your self-worth is wrapped up in that, yeah. How do you have the, the emotional capacity to understand or comprehend on any kind of cognitive level that it, like what's really going on and not take it so personally. Sure. So I do think you have a lot of money. You have this pile of money and you're 18 or 19 years old and you're completely depressed yeah, I think that's why a lot of people try to find outlets. And I think L.A. is a very easy town to find a oh, hanger yeah, on, yeah. to find a yes man, to find someone saying, oh, you want you want to do bottle service? I'll come with you to the club. No, let's go to the after party. Let's stay out. You yeah. know, it's I mean, yeah. it's a town built on that kind of stuff. What so. was what was going to school in Atlanta like when the show was on? Like that had to be funny. Kind of crazy because, you know, I was on a <laughs> yeah, show. I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's, I'm not going to like a, a professional because after everybody school. Yeah, watched, yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody watched, watched like, that show. That's, yeah, that's yeah. all that's, that, that was, and that I was started it. the yeah. show in seventh grade. So it was you like, your entire... it wasn't even like I was in high school and people were like, Oh yeah, you're on that show. Like yeah. I was in the prime of like, Oh my God, DJIF, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> so 
in some ways, like in the beginning, it was a little odd. Like I'd go back to school at seventh grade, right? I'm trying to get to Spanish class and there's like four or five or 10 people like following me to my locker. And I'm like trying to put books in my locker and they're all asking like crazy questions, right? Like, is Patrick Duffy your real dad? And I'm like, no. Um, And they're like, how much (laughs) money do you make? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't. It, it goes to my parents. Yeah, so, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't try. I don't keep trying, you know. Yeah. And I mean, just like insane questions after questions. And then it kind of like died down. Then it was like old hat after yeah. a minute. But I also went to a, I went to a small private school in Atlanta. So there were only, you know, 150 kids, 140 kids in my so class. So they got the questions out. It, well, yeah, once yeah, they yeah. got that out. And then it just became this thing of like, oh, yeah, she's in our class. She's never here. She's always like in L.A. and whatever. <laughs> and I missed so much shit. Like I'd come home, like I had missed all of homecoming, most of the football games, especially in high school. Yeah, I bet. It was like out of sight, out of mind. Because you your hiatus is weird on a TV yeah. show. So it's kind of during the school year. And- it's Yeah, we would film like July to February, but I would go back every three weeks. So I was at school one week a month. And then from February to July, I was like normal. I did like the school musical and I was like, in, you know, playing yeah. soccer. And Do you remember that to... uh, growing up in Atlanta, there was a thing called Kids Beat? And it of was course. like the news. Yeah. My friend Corey was on it. Oh, oh, oh was she we really? Had a, uh-huh. we had I'm Corey too. English for Kids Beat. Yeah. I, we had a. I the, loved it. The girl, there was a girl with a brunette hair. Mm-hmm. And she was. Yes. Uh, I am so-and-so for Kids Beat. Um, yes, I forget what her name was. I want to say it started with a T. I, I went to I went to elementary school with her. Oh, you're kidding! Wait, so to to reverse this story, she was a fucking. She would show up in a white fur coat every day. Oh yeah, dolled up like I'm a star. No one talked to me, and it was I mean Ugh. for kids beat, and it was right. like you were hosting fucking kids beats, and that to your point, like I look I now hearing your story about that. Yeah, she's probably in a fucking ditch right now. Probably. I mean, sadly, <laughs> you're probably right. You know, that's the, and that's the problem. Like, if the other part of that is, if you don't have parents, really, that are like, oh, no, no, Normal. no. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. is how it's going to go. Right. And mine were, you know, my parents are really strict. Like, they were like, Well, no, school, when you get the pageant parents. Oh, it's a totally That's what they turn into. Yeah. yeah. Is the pageant-obsessed well, freaking lunatics. Look, I love this industry for many reasons. But this industry is also built on money. So when you have a child in the industry, it is not just the welfare worker's job. It's really your parents' job to draw the line and say, no, it has been 10 hours. We're going home. Yeah, we're Because there are so many, you know, there's so many bending of the rules for production. You know, and if, if a production is not... Um, I don't know if it's not on the up and up that like some really terrible things can happen and children can really get abused in many ways. And, you know, it, it's that that parent really it's that parent's job, I think, to be looking out for their kid. And so many of them are like having their own dreams realized like vicariously. Right. Yeah. You I know? see a lot of that, like a lot of moms who are just like, yes, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's what I mean by the pageant. Moms. Yeah. yeah. And the kids don't even really want to do it. Like e- even playing basketball yep. growing up, I saw a couple of kids on my team. They didn't want to play, but their dads made them play. And it was right. just like, Ugh, you're already it's, starting. It's sad. A long you know? road there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. We had, I mean, we had, an, you know, some really amazing producers and it was a sitcom. I mean, that's a, it's a nine to four job, people. It's the, it's best. the best job in the people world. People don't understand. Like four days a week. We've had, I think we've had all one hour drama people this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah a sitcom is Gotta get back the to greatest sitcoms, job of all time. Well, really I, I say that job. that block of time was like the best eight years TV had. 
I agree. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it was Friends, Seinfeld, yeah. um, TGIF. You had, that, you had that whole thing. You Roseanne. felt like every night, yeah, on that the Thursday night show. Drew Carey. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now we're stuck with Daria. Oh God, you love Daria. <laughs> Loves Daria. <laughs> Daria. <laughs> no, I don't love Daria. I I brought up. I I, I ask if the voice of Daria loves Daria. still sits at a bar <laughs> today Daria. and opens Jesus. up in line three with "I'm Daria." No, like <laughs> he, he, he talks about. Daria you gotta more find than you Daria should. for him. Oh, I know. Oh, I, one time, just get her on the podcast. Because it was it was you. His two favorites. So he, he definitely has a type. Is you and uh, Duff, the Duffster, Hillary Duff. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah but Hillary Duff came later. Yeah, well, obviously. I'm a little older than her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, she didn't, she didn't look appealing until she was in War, Inc. And played that <laughs> God. Iranian, you know. Jesus what? She played the Iranian. War, Inc.? Yeah, she played the Iranian princess. <laughs> the, or no, the Iranian pop star. You know... <laughs> That's where she like became hot. That is the I most get it. Obscure, obscure reference. movie of all time <laughs> for Hillary Duff. Wow. War okay. Inc. And I've heard this out of your mouth before. I'm going to oh. have to look that up. War Not Inc. I'm going to show you the picture. No, no. I'm going to show you the picture. You can. I can I'm, I, and you're going to see. It's still not going to jog my memory of like, <laughs> oh, Hillary Duff but you know what? is an there Iranian some, princess. Iranian pop star. Yeah. So yeah. she's like. She's all fucked up all the time, and she's kind of <laughs> rowdy. And uh, this is a real like acting departure. Yeah. For her. Oh, oh, okay. Let's see it. Let's see this fucking thing. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> yeah, she's super doesn't, filthy. Okay, one doesn't like, look like like Hillary Duff. Two, it does not look like an Iranian. <laughs> this is Hillary Duff. <laughs> They just dyed her hair. This is, this is actually super have racist. Seen, have you not seen this? Yeah, they this couldn't movie? actually get With an John Iranian Cusack? pop star. Like it was John Cusack. No, you've never seen it. No. Oh god, John Cusack yeah. and Hillary Duff. Was this a war movie? No, it's oh. it's about an arms dealer. Okay. Oh, okay, but and John Cusack is an arms dealer. Yeah. And and what's what's her fucking story? Uh, she is. He's some somewhere in the Middle East. And she shows up, and I think he has to protect her or something. I can't remember. Like, but I've seen it a lot. Wow. Wow. What's your favorite movie you've ever worked on? Um, I, I, well, I will say I, I really loved The Whiffler. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So do I. It was the fucking best. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It we was had a blast. so much fun. Yeah. Um, and anytime I work with you, Ross, like you literally just let me do whatever I want. So yeah. it's just yeah. like, go for it. No, but as an actor, like that is, that is the dream. It's the dream. But I, I will say this. So, like, t- to that point, I usually try to hire people who are fucking great and capable and can improv. And, and it's like, I don't really have to talk to them that much. Where it's, to me, I feel if you're that great. You, you know what you're doing. Yeah. I, although I have run into it where it, it's been the opposite, where it's just like, I, we had a guy on Range 15. He's done 100, yeah. 200 movies. And I didn't say anything to him. And he goes, he was like, aren't you going to give me any fucking direction on this? I was like, you've been doing 200 movies. We're in a fucking, we're making fun. We're, we're in the zombie apocalypse with a bunch right. of veterans. Like, do you really want notes on where I think these possible zombies are, are going to come in right. through? Like, and he did. And, and I was surprised by that. I was like, oh, man, I don't know if you feel this way on your show. Like, all of these people have worked for so long. It's yeah. like, what am I, besides blocking right. and where I need you to go, like, 
you want performance notes and then I'm happy to give them, but like, I don't want them, but I want to I know either. that you've got my back. If it doesn't yeah. look good, I need to know that you're like, Hey, try it this way. Same. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I just want to know that you're watching your, and if, if it's great, I love everything you're doing. It's great. Great. Yeah. But I'm it's cool. also, it's also one of those sets too. And you can't do this on any other set is to be like, Hey, did you think of this? What if we did this? Yeah. yeah. And he goes, yeah. 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 yeah right. You try totally. that on somebody exactly. else's set and they go, why are you talking to me? Yeah. yeah. Why are you talking to me? Exactly. Yeah. And it, it's it's yeah. boring. Like, uh, you know, most most sets are, are boring, but if but you get to do what you want. Coming from an editing background too, you can see things real quick. I've been on a set where I went, yeah. that isn't going to work. They're, yeah. 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 They're going to get this scene in the edit and go, ooh, we fucked this up. But it's like, do you say something? I know. And I know the edit so well now. <laughs> and this, this is like, I will say this, like I, I, I cheat as an actor where I'll say the same line 30 fucking times or whatever it is, just because I know I need that one take for the for the edit and that's right. it. And like, right. I mean, it was, what, two movies ago. I just, whoever, whoever else is in the scene with me is like, I, I get this dinner and I was like, I don't even need you. And they're like, it's a three page scene. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I know what the edit looks like. So yeah. just staying with a tennis ball to the crew. Like, yeah. and that's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's terrible to do, but that, yeah. that's... That's the cheat that I use where it's just like, uh, right. yeah, but as a, you know, as the producer, the oh, director yeah. the on main, it, like you're, you're already thinking the ahead. Main it's like, scene yeah. In, yeah. in our movie where he has like the most important dialogue with us. We weren't even there. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was like, I'll do it myself. You're like, ah, I know how to do it. Like, you don't want anything for three and a half pages. I was like, no, I just don't care. I, I know the lines. And, yeah. like, and, and like, if I said it wrong, I'd just be like, right, I'm starting again. Yeah. That's it. You know, I have I've had that scene from uh, Darnell Dawkins on my reel oh, yeah, yeah, forever yeah. because Dude. it's just such a departure from anything else I have, and it was so fun to film, and I look like such a different person. <laughs> it's still one of my it's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. It's so good. Yeah, I mean that that's really where I I have the most fun is where I'm playing like an absolute uh, either like in Hollywood Darlings I'm playing such a characterized version of myself, which is right. like the easiest thing ever. Or I'm playing a complete departure from who I am entirely. Um, my husband and I did a movie together, independent movie, like uh, two and a half years ago called Jimmy the Saint. Mm-hmm. It's just coming out. Um, it just got a distribution deal now. But it's been done the festival circuit and stuff. And it's this, um, it's this Russian mob drama. And he put 30 pounds on to play this like heavy... Wait, holy shit yeah um russian mobster like shaved his hair has like this spike hair in the middle has this crazy russian accent he looks crazy and i am a, like a cracked out russian madam and i was three months pregnant so i'm everything i'm wearing is like low and like you know i've got my boobs hanging out and i've got this muffin top which was really my baby hanging out <laughs> and i'm just like you know i've got these like ridiculous nails and teeth like nasty teeth and i, I did my makeup my own makeup every day I got my own costumes for it. Like, that's the shit I love, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. And, like, that made me so excited because it felt like doing theater. And the director slash writer, um, uh, Brandon Morgan, was so, it, like you, he was like, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah I love yeah, that. Yeah. Try this. Yeah. And we had rehearsal ahead of time. Like, that was, that was fun for me. When you do some big studio movies, you get none of, like, it's a completely the opposite. It's like, here's, yeah. here's five things that I'd like you to try on. You have no say in what you wear. 
Um, and then we got to approve it to the director. We to, so we'll take a picture. We're taking pictures. And then the director will come back and say whether he approves that outfit right. or not. It's like, well, if he's fucking approving it anyways, just pick out the goddamn outfit you want right. me to wear. It doesn't like, matter. Yeah. <laughs> I might, my, what I think my character wears has does not matter at all. And then you go in, they give you your blocking. You say your few lines. Sometimes you try to improv. They go, can you just say it the way yeah, it's written? Yeah, yeah. You're like, <laughs> yes, I can. Buddy mom was on residuals tw- on this movie. Better yeah. just do it the way they want. That's exactly what I, I you're still, you're thinking of that mailbox money that's rolling through and you're like, fuck it. My buddy mom was on 24 and they stopped him to, to, he forgot to say the word the in a sentence. And they were like, Hey, you missed that line. You want to try it again? And he's like, Oh man, I, I don't think I, I don't feel like I missed it. Like you didn't say the word the, and, uh, literally go back and he was that's like, happened to me. Oh, are you kidding? Yes. I mean, no, I'm not kidding. Seventh Fuck. Heaven was very word perfect. There's a couple other shows that are word perfect. God, but God, that comes from the showrunner. Yeah. That comes from the showrunner or the writer that wanting everything to be completely word perfect. Because I've also been on shows where there's, there's, you know, it can be a little looser. Like Modern Family is not like that. They, they stick to the script, even though it seems like it's very improvised. Sure. You can... You can, you know, Fluff. make it your own and they're fine with it. That's cool. That is the nicest show to work on. Oh, I'm honestly. sure. Honestly. They seem like the happiest cast of all time. They're making so much money. I they know. better be. They're each making what, <laughs> like, the $2 million dollars That's a the show. thing I don't get. When you're on a hit show, you work like, mm, and because they're the way they shoot, some of them work two days a week. That's it. <laughs> they shoot yeah. them out and that's yeah. it. Um, it's, it's hilarious. It's fairly easy for what you're doing. Yeah. You better be having a good fucking time. Why should anyone be pissed in a job like that? Yeah. That's what I don't get. I've been, to, I've been to sets where it's just so cranky and it's miserable and people seem like they fucking hate their jobs. Yeah, but then the second they're not working, they're complaining about not working. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're miserable when you are. I know. That's awful. I know. <laughs> We're at that point. Uh, we do this thing called the Drinking Bro of the Week every week, and it's the most inspirational or, or in influential person in your life uh, coming up. Um, we let you have the Drinking Bro of the Week. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, is this, this going to be past or present? Yes. Um, well, the, for the person that comes to mind, um, I think because he will probably always come to mind for me would be Gary Marshall. Ah, and one of the greatest directors of all time. Yeah. And he's somebody that whose films I watched and loved from a very early age, you know, whether it was Overboard or Pretty Woman or Frankie and Johnny, um, you know, you've been in a lot of his movies and I've been in a lot of his movies. And this was a man who, you know, by all intents and purposes, um, has like a stable of actors he's worked with time and time again. There's a reason for it. Yep. When I started working at his theater, I was doing children's shows. I was 25, 25, 26. Um, I was sort of at a lull in my career. I didn't know what to do. And I decided to go back to theater and I auditioned for a kid's show of all things and got it. And I was doing kids musicals on the weekends. You're and kidding. he saw me and took a liking to me and that led to doing a play he directed, which led to getting into a theater company there and doing Happy Days the Musical, which he also directed. And then I did four of his films. Wow. And he was an angel to me. And he had the ability that I think is so lost these days, um, especially when you are that big. You're, you're, he's so famous. Yeah. And not only as like a personality, but also for all the films he, you know, he did. And, um, he just was the nicest, nicest person. And he, he would have these like 
gems, these like little bits of wisdom where, you know, he would say things like, um, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. And like you could see at his, you know, at his uh, memorial, like it was packed. People were there, like some of the biggest stars in the world, people that he had put in little tiny bits in his movies throughout the years. People loved him. And I always thank him for, I guess, kind of taking me under his wing. Cheers. That's awesome. Well, uh, cheers to Gary Marshall, uh, Christine Lakin. Thank you for being here. Where can people find you on your social? You can find me on all social at Yo Lakin. Yo, Lakin. Yo, Lakin. Yo, Lakin. Yo, Lakin. Yo, Lakin. Well, go to her Instagram, hit her up, Drinking Bros. Let her know you appreciate her being on the show. Uh, thanks for being here. You're yeah. you're, you're one you. of my favorite actors. and uh, You just have to say that because you're sitting across from me. I don't. We've talked about you and everything. We've done so many fucking no, things together. Totally like, it's crazy. Uh, um, for can Jared I, Taylor. Can I plug my podcast? Yes. Yes. yes, yes if you guys also like other podcasts. Other podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they us, do. Yeah. They all do. Find us at Worst Ever Podcast. It's a, sh- uh, a podcast I created out of a live show, and we have celebrities and actors come on and tell the worst things that have ever happened to them. Oh, that's, that's awesome. actually interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. So, it you is. know, I, I feel like, you know, humiliation can just be turned into comedic gold. It should. Yeah. Yeah. It should. Um, yeah, and when, I'm going to apply for that one, actually. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I've got, got a lot, lot of stories. No <laughs> when does when that drop during the week? Fridays. Fridays. Every okay. Friday. Gotcha. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.